I'm Laura Austin. Dating and getting married was quite a journey for me, and now I can't seem to stop talking about it. So here we are on a podcast. Welcome. On this episode, I want to talk today about how you get to choose how you want to date, how you like to date, what works well with your story, your personality. And part of that is also considering how proactive you want to be, how intentional do you want to be about getting married. So I like to think often about when I'm looking at like a particular topic and a topic that people have differing opinions on maybe, um, or just like choosing what, how I view something or how I want to go about something. I like to think about the two extremes. I think a lot about like the spectrum of decisions or what we can, how we can choose to view something. And there's typically two sides to something, right? Here's this one extreme and then you have lots of middle road options and then the other extreme. And looking at those extremes can kind of help me figure out where I fall on the spectrum. So you'll probably hear me talk about that quite a bit. And in this case, I want you to think about being really proactive on one side of this decision of like how involved in getting married do you want to be? (laughs) And on the other end is kind of the like not being intentional, just kind of letting it happen if it happens. Those are the two extremes we're dealing with. And then we're also have all of these like middle of the road, like you can fall lots of different places on that spectrum. So if you really think of, let's look at the person who is not intentionally dating or not being very proactive in their dating life. So maybe that person is would like to be married or would like to be dating, but they just are, are not interested in, you know, setting dating goals. They're not wanting to really use dating apps. They're not um, trying to go places to meet single people. Like they're just like, you know, I'm just going to live my life. And if I meet the person, I meet them. And if I don't, I don't. And they're, they might be okay with that. They might not be okay with that. But that's the, if you looked at the choices they were making in their day to day, that's kind of you know, there isn't, they're, they're, they're not doing anything that is making their dating life happen, basically. And then you have the other extreme of someone who's like, I would like to be very intentional. Like, so maybe the like farthest extreme is hiring like a one-to-one matchmaker kind of situation, um, or really like very consistently using dating apps, um, having a dating coach, um, really like I am setting goals every week, sort of thing, situation. So a lot of things there. Now, even just now, as I'm talking, I'm like trying to pay attention, like, oh, I want to be careful with my tone of how I'm talking about that. Because I think what can happen and what I realized when I was dating is that I can place value on those two extremes or where people fall on that. And I realized when I was first starting out on this journey of mine, I really highly valued the stories where it seemed as if a couple had not put much effort into it, or at least where the woman had not put much effort into the dating, into her dating life, right? Like it was more romantic, more spiritually good. Um, it was more obvious that God was involved if the the couple's story fell on the end of like not intentional. <laughs> and I liked that. I wanted my dating story to be that like, I was just doing my thing, loving the Lord, living a godly life. A guy notices me, asks me out and it goes on from there. That was kind of my ideal in my mind. And I judged the other extreme or if I saw someone putting a lot of effort toward getting married or kind of obsessing about dating, I thought that meant they weren't trusting God as much. They were kind of boy crazy. Or if if, if it was a guy I heard about, like he really, really wants to get married. So he's dating a lot. I'd be like, 
ugh, that's weird, <laughs> right? And now I'm like, good job, dude. Keep going. I will introduce you to my friends. You know, like my view of this has completely flip-flopped. So yeah, I so it's good to kind of stop and think about those two ends of the spectrum and ask yourself, do you assign value to one of those things and why? Is that because... Like why? Yeah, it's just a good question to ask, right? And so what I'm suggesting today is to consider how you think and feel about those different places where someone lands and ask yourself if you have a good reason, if it's a solid biblical reason, if it's just a wise reason, or is are you adding some things in that you're like, well, wait a second, why do I, you know, I had to ask myself, like, why do I look down on someone who would like to be married and goes and meets people in order to do that? Like, why do I think that's bad? Or why do I, why am I judging their walk with the God? And why am I thinking they're not trusting him simply because they're trying to meet new men? Like, huh? Okay. Cause it was really suddenly I found myself as I started to realize I needed to be, you know, I was, I was teaching elementary school. I had my routines. I was not meeting any new guys in my day to day. So I was on this end of the extreme of like, I'm not doing anything different to move towards getting married. I need to start doing some things that will help me meet single men in my age range. Right. And that was very humbling. It was like, I'm going to go to this party to meet guys. Okay. I used to really judge girls that did that. I thought they were less spiritual than I was. And now here I am like, uh, I kind of need to learn some lessons from that girl because she seems to have it going on. So anyway, it was a big shift. And I realized, oh, okay, I need to not it, like there's other things going on here is what I needed to have a different perspective on it. So it was it's good to stop and look at those extremes, figure out have you placed value or are you judging one over the other? And then realize what if we kind of took away some of that? What if this is a spectrum that you might fall on? in different places, in different seasons of your life, and even in different parts of the year, I would say that there there's actually wisdom in choosing where you are on that spectrum of proactivity. So I want you to realize that this is a decision that you're going to make and a choice. You get to choose where you want to be on that spectrum of how proactive you are in dating and getting married. So if you think about it in different seasons of life, I think how um, intentional you need to be is really connected to how many new people are you meeting. So if you think about, you know, we probably all realize that a lot of people date and end up marrying someone that they've dated in college. Like college is a time right after college, early 20s, especially in I'm particularly talking about the Christ within the Christian subculture um, and then even more particularly from Christian colleges, right? Um, there are a lot of couples date in college and get married after college. That's a very normal thing that I desired. I would, I was wanting that to happen for myself. Um, and that, but that happens because there are a lot of like young single people meeting each other, right? It's not, there isn't, we don't need to think too hard to realize why a lot of people date and get married right after college. There's just a lot of single people that have met each other. There's a lot of options. So then especially if you're at a Christian school or at least a school that has a large Christian group or like population, it just is going to happen when single people hang out and meet each other. It, it, as it turns out, people connect and decide they want to date and then eventually get married. So if you're in college, you may not need to be as intentional about meeting people because you're just naturally like, going to different classes every day, eating in the calf, um, 
you're going on trips, you're meeting people, different groups, you're just walking around campus and meeting people. Now, I think there are still ways to be intentional in college, but you may not have to work as hard at getting your numbers up of like new people you're meeting. There may be other things you need to do. For instance, figuring out how to not always end up in the friend zone or just being, you know, the great, uh, having great guy friends. Like, well, we could talk more about those sorts of things, but as far as meeting a lot of people, that's happening kind of naturally because of your life stage and circumstance. Whereas if you're later, if you're just, if you're older and at work or what have you and in your routines, like I was, um, you will need to work on that. You may need to realize, oh, I kind of like, I just got to a place. <laughs> I mean, I was, so in my late twenties, if I wanted to get to know someone, I had to go on a date, like a date, what, like there weren't many options to like be building a ton of friendships. There were some at church and different things, but for the most part, I was meeting someone out of the blue through a setup or through online dating. And we needed to go on a date to like actually get to know each other. So it was looked different because of the phase we were at, if that makes sense. So your life circumstance, your stage in life will affect where you fall on this spectrum of getting proactive. And so it's good to just pay attention. What phase am I in? How does my job affect how many people I'm meeting? You might be, you know, in your late 20s, 30s, 40s, and maybe your job or the nature of your, how big your church is or just your personality, you might be meeting a ton of people. And so you're like, well, I don't really need to work on meeting new people, but here's this other thing I'm doing that I need to work on this. Like it just kind of consider how does your current life stage affect where you're at on that proactive spectrum? And then the other thing that can affect it is just like, what do you want right now? What do you have the space for and the bandwidth for in your own emotions and time? Like how much effort can you put towards this right now? And that's what I think you can start to consider. I, I like to think of it on like a quarterly basis. So look ahead at the next like three months. So even for this podcast, I've like made a plan for how I'm going to release these episodes like once a week for the next quarter. And then I put it on my calendar in end of March that I'm going to kind of reevaluate and figure out what are we doing for the next quarter. I've learned that from Trav, my husband. He's helped me to like not need the five-year plan, but let's break it down much shorter, right? So I look at this next quarter. So for you asking yourself, how much effort would you like to put into your dating life in the next few months, right? Over your Christmas break and then into January, February, and March. Like, let's just look at that, that first quarter of 2023. Would you like to, okay, so here's some options. You can decide to take a break from very intentional dating. I think a intentional break is actually really wise. I advise this with women that I'm working with. So we're, the difference though, is it's not giving up. It's not deciding to be, so it's kind of redefining that other end of the spectrum. So if one end is being very proactive, very intentional, and the other end is kind of living life. And if it happens, it happens. We're, we're still redefining because instead of that, just being like default and not intentional, it's an intentional, not being as proactive. It's an intentional, like I'm making the decision to not like be setting weekly goals or trying to meet a ton of new people. Like I'm just going to remember the rest of my wonderful, lovely life I have. And I need to focus on these other things for a season or a month or a few days or whatever. You know, in some ways it's kind of thinking of it as more like a Sabbath, more of a taking a break from reminding yourself that God is our provider. And that even as you are being very intentional, even in the seasons when you are really putting a lot of work towards something, God is the one 
who, who we live and move and breathe and have all our things through. Like it is all through Jesus working through us. And so a Sabbath is really in kind of a, a break from intentional dating. It's like you're intentionally being unintentional. <laughs> like you're intentionally not being as proactive. You are choosing to rest from maybe setting some really clear goals in dating. So I like to, that's where I'm wanting to look at that spectrum and kind of see where have I placed value on like these two ends, these two extremes. How could I kind of redefine this to see that I'm in charge of where I land on how proactive I am in wanting to get married? So I think that as you look at this first quarter of 2023, you could decide to that it's actually time for a break. Maybe the things I just said about God providing for you, maybe you're like, I'm not remembering that very well. I do think I need to take a little break. I've been kind of obsessing over my relationship status and making it an ultimate thing when I know it's a good thing, but it's not my ultimate. It's not the ultimate and most important part of you, right? We know that, yeah, we know that marriage, dating, being in a relationship with people is a beautiful, good thing that God has given us. But we also know that it's not the ultimate thing, right? It's not your your life, the value of your life, the value of who you are, your worth is not based on whether or not you are in a relationship. And so there can be a space if you're realizing, you know, I could, I need a little time to sit and think about that. Or maybe that could be one reason you choose to take a break. Maybe you're just tired of dating apps and being on your phone or your computer. And you're like, I just need to take a break from that. You know? And so uh, there is a lot of connection with women I work with of like whether or not they're going to be doing dating apps. That's a really big like, do you want to do that right now or no? Like that's a part of how proactive. I think there's a lot to be done offline as well. So if you're taking a full break, like I'm not even gonna, but I'm not even going to think about my dating life right now. That's that kind of like totally taking a rest. And again, it can be for a few days. It could be one, a few days a week that you decide to not think about it. But you're like, okay, on Fridays. I listen to like listen to Laura's podcast. I think about some things about my dating life and the rest of the week I don't. Like there's different ways to take a break is what I'm trying to say. But you're intentionally choosing that break. You're not burning out. Like my old pattern was I kind of obsess about it, about finding meeting someone and then I would just burn out and like I couldn't even think about it or be heartbroken. Sometimes it was like I wasn't dealing with my loneliness or not like I wasn't dealing with the hard things about prolonged singleness. And then it would kind of catch up to me. And then I would like be a mess for a while, right? We want to try to alleviate some of the stress of that by taking some intentional breaks. So again, we're kind of intentionally not being as proactive for a little season, either days, months, weeks, whatever. You can kind of reassess. So that could be one decision you make. You could decide to go to the other extreme and be like, you know, I have not thought about this before. And this girl, Laura, on her podcast is telling me there are things I can do to move toward getting married. I feel very excited about this. So I'm going to put three hard months of work into working on some dating goals. And so you're like, I'm ready. I'm jumping in the deep end. I'm like, woo, let's go. Let's read a couple dating books. Let's listen to the podcast. Let's start talking to your friends, getting some people on your team. Let's pray boldly. Let's do this, right? So that is a great, you can end up there. I love it. <laughs> Again, I think after that season, your next quarter might want to include some rest or maybe even as you're like, I'd like to go hard after this, like after some of these goals for three months, maybe you include a Sabbath break each week. There's a way, some figure out some way, and that's probably another episode topic, but um, figure out a way to have some Sabbath rest weekly or monthly 
even as you're moving toward this, this goal of um, making goals to move toward your desire for marriage. Um, and then there could be a middle of the road action. Maybe you're like, I'd like to set some goals, but I don't need to go crazy. Maybe you're like, I have an hour a day to set toward figuring out some dating things. And now you might be like an hour a day. I'm like, well, before I was proactive, how much time, energy, emotional, like angst was I spending thinking about being single or wanting to be married? A lot. We're just trying to take harness some of that and make it a little bit more like helpful and actually like help it, give it some, like put it together so we can move towards something instead of just kind of being this all consuming thing. I really think, and this kind of leads to another topic, but, um, it's like taking all of this angst you maybe have about being single or will I get married or what have you, we want to take that and harness it toward like actual steps toward getting married. And I actually think it helps you then put your desire for marriage in the right priority spot in your life. Because sometimes I think when it's just allowed to kind of run amok and you don't kind of organize it or like be intentional about it, it takes over. And that's actually... Because I think, okay, here's why the other topic, as people get proactive, and when I first started getting proactive, you will maybe feel this and other people might say this to you. Maybe some people in your family, friends, whatever, they'll say, careful, don't be desperate. Are you, are you desperate? Like you're getting, you're talking about this so much. That was a fear of mine. I was, I was probably my own worst critic, but I knew other people. It's like, that was a thing, right? I either thought people were thinking it or maybe they actually were <laughs> whatever, um, and the, the key there is to realize like that's a normal, I've seen that happen now. I saw it myself. I've seen it in other women I've worked with that that feeling or thought comes up. Oh no, am I acting desperate that I'm putting so much time into this? And the, the first thing to do is to ask yourself if you are desperate. So I would just stop and be like, am I desperate? Would I marry anyone? Am I just looking for uh, <laughs> a warm body <laughs> to like, oh, you want to hang out with me? Perfect. Yes. And yes, I'll marry you. Is that where you are? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, like I think that you have a really lovely life, but you also have a deep desire to have a companion in that life and a life partner to love others well, to build a family with, to honor God with, to bring light into this world. You would, you want someone to journey with in that. And I think that's really very normal. And so when we then start to get intentional, it can feel like, am I making this too important or too high of a priority? And my answer is no. I think that it just, it feels like that for a little bit. You have to get used to what being proactive feels like. And I actually think the opposite is true, that it actually will help you put things where they need to be. Like it will help you keep God first, keep the Lord first, keep your eye on what is truly our purpose here. Our purpose here is not to get married and have all the babies and that like the American dream of like, that's all there is here. And then we die. No, you know that your true home is in heaven, that you're, you, you long to be with the Lord. You long to be in his presence where you, that we won't have suffering anymore and to enjoy him forever, right? That is your purpose in life and to bring others along with you. Like we're only here still because of God's patience, because he wants to bring others to himself. And so you're like, okay, I'm still here. I want to bring others to him. I'd love a partner in that. So I'm going to, you know, like you, you I, I know that that's where you are. And so to recognize like, okay, this might feel like I'm making it too high of a priority, but actually setting some goals and being intentional 
helps me put this in its right place. It means, yeah, there might be a, a season where you are working hard on this because you know that it, it's just normal that in like our adult, in our adult lives, there's a normal season to be working on getting married, just to like throw that out there. Like if you are in like whatever age you're at, it's normal to want to put effort towards getting married. So for me, this, I didn't wake up to this till my late twenties. So I realized I was kind of behind like, Oh, I was real worried about dating and getting married when I was in my younger, I wanted to be dating in high school and it didn't happen. So like, I've been thinking about this since puberty, let's be honest. So like, I've been wanting this, but I have not been doing anything in a constructive way. And so I knew I had kind of some catch up time. So I kind of looked at my life like, okay, there is some time here where it's going to feel like I'm putting a lot of effort toward this. I knew I wouldn't want to do that forever. Like I knew it's, and especially as I like, my late twenties into my like early thirties. Um, I got married when I was 32. So I was not very single for very long into my thirties, but I knew like, I'm willing to put in some time and effort here. And if this doesn't happen and I didn't know what age, but I knew like, if this doesn't happen in a few years, I'm not going to want to be this like kind of obsessive is the wrong word. I'm trying to avoid that word, but focused. I knew that the focus that I had was not going to last forever. And I would maybe like someone just as an example, someone suggested that I would be a good principal of a school. Like you have leadership abilities here. Like this would be cool. You know, I was teaching at the time. Like what if you became a principal? Well, I put that through the filter of what I was trying to work on at the time. And it was like, well, I know I would need, you know, I have to get a different degree. I would need to go back to school. How I, you know, I just thought about how I function with like lots of things on my plate. And I was like, that's going to take too much time away from my dating life. That might be something I would try to do maybe when I'm in my forties, if I haven't gotten married yet that would make sense. It makes sense to go back to school to get my administrative degree and move towards that. But at the time I knew like, I'm really trying to put some concerted effort here toward getting married. If it doesn't work, I will probably shift focus to something else. And maybe I would slide over on that spectrum of how much time I was putting toward it because it's like, well, okay, I gave that a go. That wasn't working. Let's put some of that effort towards something else that I would like that I'm interested in because I'm interested in more than just getting married. But there might be this little season that I'm like, nope, really going to go for it right here. Does that make sense? Okay, I'm moving on (laughs) because I'm past my I'm trying to keep these under like 20, 15 minutes, but we're going longer team. Hope that's okay. Okay, so if you're that you're going to feel that way, it's going to feel like a lot when you're first starting and that's okay. We're going to be okay with that. Um, Let me land this plane. This is the part I'm trying to work on, but I'm still crazy here at the end. I did figure out how to keep my computer on. So thank you to Travis Austin for helping me figure that out. Um, Okay. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to think about where do you fall on that spectrum of how proactive you are toward getting married? Have you placed a value on that? Why? Why do you place a value on those things? Why do you judge some people that aren't moving toward getting married or some people that are really intentional? Like what, what, what are those values? Why do you think the way that you do? Where would you like to be on that spectrum just for this next quarter, for these next three months? What would be wise for your current situation, your current circumstances? Does it make sense to be more chill, to kind of put dating on the back burner and focus on other things in your life right now to take an intentional break? Does it make sense to be really intentional right now? Set some weekly dating goals, trying to meet new people. Remember that square one. Um, wanting to think through how you want to date. Is it, would it be wise to be really proactive right now? Or are you somewhere in the middle? Is there a way to kind of find a balance of putting some time towards your dating life, but maybe it's not a season for a lot of time. So you get to decide those things and figure out where you should be 
on that spectrum of getting proactive. Okay. Hope that brings up some good thoughts for you, some um, gets you thinking about some things. And I will talk to you next time. Bye, friends. 